First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Evelyn! Alicia! Kayla! Sarah! Joe! Jill! Kevin! Mary! Karen! Jennifer! Robin! Janae! Anna! Barbara! Diane! Suze! Stephanie! Erica! Tare and our forever first Trisha as Patreon patrons they get early access to our episodes our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and if you are unfamiliar with patreon.com well it's a wonderful little site whose mission is to support creative work there you can make a small donation of support to the podcast to help out with production costs if you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Designers, I want you to know, on the one hand, I am loathe to present what I'm about to present. On the other hand, I sincerely believe it will help each of you. Oh my God. You are currently designing a high fashion runway look. There are very few, if any, designers who can sustain a brand based on this genre of work. Great. Rather, they build their brand based on ready-to-wear collections. So oh. for this challenge, you will be creating a second look. No. This look is to be a ready-to-wear companion to your high-fashion runway look. This is terrible. You will have 15 minutes to sketch, then we're going shopping at Mood, where you'll have a budget of $100. You will have until midnight tonight oh and the usual amount of time in the morning to complete both looks. Oh, my gosh. So this means you need to run, not walk. Even I'm shaking over this. I think I'm going to pee my pants. Workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and I'm addicted to Bordeaux, but just the word, not the wine or the color. I hate the color, just the word. And I'm Naylan, and velvet is a boring fabric unless it's attached to a gold mine. <laughs> Very clever. Um, and very, mm. very brave, very, very brave of you to even put the word into your intro, Nalen. That's so <laughs> brave of you. What a risk taker. So, <laughs> so, uh, and That's listeners, <laughs> listeners are so happy to be back with you as well. And yeah, uh, Nalen's voice is landing back on an odd number. So, <laughs> um, I know. And, and Nalen, and shout out to one of our listeners, Jen. So um, so Nalen and I are going through Warren Stories, with which we've been talking a little bit off podcast as well. So for our wonderful Patreon patrons, um, we will be 
the um venturing into episode three so episode one and two are already up on the patreon and one of our one of our lovely listeners Naylan, um said i just love hearing Naylan say the word skeevy (laughs) (laughs) um well i'm Happy to do that for you, Jeff. I'm happy to provide the skeevy experience you want. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, for those of you who are curious to the, for the context, then you know we can join us on Patreon. We're having a good time with this wonderful show. And um, for everyone, uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and of course there's a cheat sheet that um, will that I'll prompt you when it's time to look on that. It's all the final looks in runway order, and there's a second page with a spoiler. So it has the highs and lows and the safes on, on that second sheet, just to warn you. And um, yeah, and then keep sending in all of your hot takes, your questions, and your gossip to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. That's intheworkroom at gmail.com. All right. Um, okay, Nayland, let's get into this very exhausting episode. Um, <laughs> so... <laughs> I feel like the, this this episode really okay. It's really hot. It's still hot in New York. It's not as mm-hmm. hot as it is in Portland. You know, God bless. I you know. Oh my gosh. It is not that level. But I've been moving around really slowly, and um, I you know, God bless Pride. I <laughs> I had to. I was actually working during Pride, so I had to be outside. But everyone. I'm just, you know, it was so hot. It's still really hot. So looking at this show, everyone's moving slowly. They're waking up in Atlas. Um, Like eyes kind of, I don't know, puffy and and swollen shut. Um, I I just, I just overall felt like this, this is like the designers are reaching a breaking point with, with this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Everybody, everybody feels kind of wiped out. Yeah, totally. Um, so, okay, I'll just, um, just really quickly just talk about, we can talk about the, the dynamics in Atlas, um, because every, you know, everyone is sort of consolidating still, but since Mm -hmm. we lost, um, uh, oh gosh, who did we leave? We lost Michael D last week. So, Mm -hmm. uh, Mondo and, and Christopher had to move in with Ari and Michael C and Ari actually is excited about this. And she says something like, and, I like having people around that I can trust, which I think mm, implies that she doesn't trust Michael C. Um, mm, I don't know if you caught that, but I, I, yeah, I think that's, I think that's kind of in there and how nice to have somebody like, you know, have the, the apartments consolidate without somebody having a near fist fight and having to call production assistance i know i thought about that when they rolled their suitcases into the room i'm like this looks exactly like that moment with our dear dear ken <laughs> and it was just like check hey. back for our coverage of season what was it season, oh God, season 12 13 season, no, 12. season 12 notorious season 12 my goodness um last year yeah but this um, was pretty drama free Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, yeah. I do think um one thing that struck me about this episode as a whole going on is that um this is like was last week Mondo's first win. I 
ooh, I don't remember. But it was a clear win. If it was a win, it was like kind of like Gretchen's first win. Where she was a clear winner of, of, of right. episode one. Right, right, And this is, there was like a, a do, if, not, if not the first one, a dominating win. But maybe it was the first win. Um, I just, I, I, I feel like suddenly this is the season snapping into the, the way that I remember it. Like, yeah. remember how I was talking earlier about how, like, wow, it's weird how little Mondo we're getting. Yeah. Um, now, suddenly, we're, like, we'd see Mondo. We're getting, like, a very different kind of um, af affect from him. Mm -hmm. He's not, like, super quiet anymore. Right. It's, like, he's, but you know, he's always been somebody who's, whose sense of humor is um, under, you know, understated. Mm-hmm. But he's definitely feels a lot looser in this in this episode. Yeah, I mean, than in previous ones. Yeah, I, I I agree because in talk in thinking about how it's it is snapping into place, I I really never remembered Christopher getting this far, and mm -hmm. in, in terms of this challenge, I remember almost everyone's outfit except for Christopher's. Um, yeah, he's someone who I I really don't remember. There's a reason for that. Uh oh. <laughs> no, I mean, Do you have just, a theory? Yeah, like, I mean, it's a, you know, hold your ears if you don't want spoilers, spoilers, <laughs> 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 but but really, it's two like completely bland outfits. I mean, it's it's really, it's really quite bad. It's quite bad. Um, okay. You do really see, like, the folks who don't... It's it's horrible to say, but the folks who don't provide good television. Oh, yeah, or totally. You, or you can really get the sense when the... Um, like, with Michael D. Gone, there feels like there's absolutely no reason to cut to... Christopher for any reaction to anything mm -hmm. because like all of those moments where there there would have been cutting to him mm -hmm. they would cut to Michael D who would say something kind of like funny or loopy or whatever right whereas Christopher has basically nothing to say and also I, I you know what he wears I just I started noticing that this episode because you know they come they uh, he was wearing like a red shirt with a gray and white track jacket mm -hmm. and i don't know what the shirt said if it was anything special but there is something about that because everyone else well also because you know mondo was wearing um i call them saved by the bell colors but you know he's got a lavender headband on and this mm -hmm. cute little top that's got this weird toggle button closure no sh no undershirt so there's some skin there but it's really kind mm -hmm. of and everyone else has a look and has had a look, even if it's just black. Mm -hmm. And he shows up in this red shirt with some white writing on it and a very, you know, off the rack, normal, you know, not a person on television or even like a, a designer who knows that they're on television track jacket that you would, you know, yes. kind of just see on anybody. So I was like, there's nothing wrong with that, but there's all, yeah. it's very forgettable. There's, I, I, also, maybe this is part of the turning point where 
I feel like in later seasons, designers were very consciously wearing their own their own stuff. Yes. So that like the whole exercise of going on the show was kind of a way of representing your own you know your your own label yeah instead of your own style yeah this season still this is my style not necessarily what i make except for valerie i I think valerie and and ivy wear their clothes yeah consistently yeah so so they get out onto the runway and heidi's there for no good know, reason whatever. at Just this point. Like, barely <laughs> like, a reason. Like Heidi's there barely. to tell them, I'm not telling you anything. Exactly. And she like, says it at the, the top. She's like, I'm not going to give you the challenge. I'm just going yeah. to give you a hint. You're like, come on, Heidi. And yeah. I thought about, because she's like, you'll be taking, all I'm going to say is you'll be taking home a big chunk of change. Because I think Heidi just really loves saying large amounts of money. Like on- Wait, did she say that? She, okay. She goes, a big chunk of change the oh, same okay. way she says one million dollars on making a cut <laughs> it's the same thing yeah and she's like i want to i want to announce that they're going to get money but yeah mm. yeah she, that's that's all she mm. says it's not it's not important at all <laughs> yeah so they go into the they head into the workroom yeah thank god they don't have to travel so and who's there with tim collier strong hi collier yeah so it's a makeup challenge, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, not obviously. It'll be a, the L'Oreal challenge. Yes. And so they're going to design a high fashion look that will appear in a L'Oreal advertorial. Oh, remember that word. <laughs> I do not. Remember advertorials. <laughs> I don't think I was paying close enough attention back then. I was like, oh, wow. Advertorial, how dare you? It you know, it was in 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 the in in the before times before we had um the phrase sponsored content. Yeah. <laughs> um they were trying to come up with some term. <laughs> I mean, is this just basically a ten page advertisement in a in a magazine? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, 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 the, that, that the editorial staff agreed to run and perhaps supervised in some way. Yes. But but yeah, it's an advertorial. Okay. Um, <laughs> and it, I mean, I, I was kind of shocked because they all seemed to know what this word meant. There was no well, explanation. It, yeah, no, complete, <laughs> but completely current in the time. It's one of those yes. things where it's like you never know what's going to date you. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, and I thought maybe, and you know, this is also it seems like a precursor to those um, short films, like those the, the ads that designers do that are yes commercials, but shot like film, which is high production yeah. commercials. Um, all right, yeah. So, so the rules are that it's an advertorial, so that in means Marie Claire. in Marie Claire, and it has to be. Um, perfectly, according to Tim, something that's very high fashion, perfectly at home at Paris Couture Week. Mm-hmm. And um, it will, yeah, it will appear in the Marie Claire magazine. And then the winner will get $20,000 from L'Oreal Paris. Um, Ivy starts to cry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a, like, 
um, uh, it, you know, that's an appearance fee for Heidi Klum, mm-hmm. but but a lot of the designers are are um, are moved yes. by this phrase, and it's also um, uh, it is as it's laid out actual money yes which is the thing that's so different on this show it's not twenty thousand dollars worth of (laughs) you know l'oreal products for launching your first fashion blah 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 it's it is they're talking they're talking cash here yes yeah um yeah. So what do they have to do to win this 20K? Right. So they have to incorporate eyeshadow finishes. So L'Oreal has a studio secret eyeshadow duo or or that's what I have in my notes here. They mm-hmm. have these like piles of this new product of eyeshadow, which essentially yeah, are. That has two colors. Yeah, it has two colors and they're supposed to be complementary. But they have different finishes. So the finishes are like matte, metallic, bright, crystal, and velvet. And so mm-hmm. they get to choose any finish they want. It's not a zero sum. So they can just, you know, five people can have velvet. Six people right. can have metallic. It doesn't matter. Yeah, so, it's like um, this. It's the weird. It. It's the once again here's a word that's related to a product mm-hmm. but kind of isn't the product i, I don't know it's yeah it's, it's, and it's they the, don't have to incorporate the colors so that's right, another thing exactly they, it's just the yeah, finishes it doesn't have to coordinate with the colors yeah 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 and we do get to see some of the makeup because I do think that they incorporate that the eyeshadow into their looks, but of course it's yes. just eyeshadow and it's kind of inconsequential. Um, but Tim at the top before they choose their their finishes says, um, "I have to say, velvet, um, don't use it unless you're very adept at it." Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, oh, "Okay, great," and because I didn't understand what they meant by finishes until Tim said velvet. But mm-hmm. um, we have Mondo cho- chooses bright. Christopher right. chooses Mondo's, crystal. Well, Mondo's the winner, so he gets oh, yes. to pick yeah, he gets whatever to choose first. first. Yeah. And then it's over to the button bag. Right. So the velvet button bag, um, mm-hmm. who's made like $20,000 in like two minutes, <laughs> pops out Christopher's name. And this is what Christopher says. Well, I chose crystal because... A woman who's wearing my clothes is wearing diamonds. I'm like, really, Christopher? Mm. You're wearing a track jacket, and you know, yeah. no shade. I'm not. I'm not trying to, but I am. I'm judging you off of your track jacket. <laughs> I, that's exactly what I'm doing. Ernest, we've that. done this show for many years now. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna admit it. It's I'm... kind of based on us judging. <laughs> <laughs> Because I want to be like, I don't want to judge you off of your track jacket, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am. It's kind of the way TV works. <laughs> so, so yeah. So, April chooses matte. And she's so happy mm-hmm. about that. Michael C. uses metallic. Ivy chooses bright. Because, like, I want them to know that I can use more than muted colors. Which I'm like, great. Yeah. Go ahead. 
And then we have Valerie who chooses Crystal too. And then Gretchen goes, uh, Velvet is risky, which is right up my alley. So she chooses Velvet. She's the only one because Ari is last and she chooses Metallic. She's like, fuck that. No, I'm choosing Metallic. Yeah. Um, but, but yeah, Nayla, what do you think about Gretchen being the only person who chooses Velvet? Um, you know, yeah, when I think of Gretchen, I think of, I think of risk taker, um, <laughs> but it, it, the other, here's the other theme of this, uh, that I think of this episode is that I think that they, uh, I think that Michael C and Gretchen had less actual work time than anybody else in the challenge because I think that the producers locked them in the confessional <laughs> and just asked them to run down each other as much as they could over a four hour period. Holy crapness. So, yes. so so we get like a cut to Michael and Michael is like yeah Velvet is I'm not surprised Velvet's a boring fabric and she makes boring clothes. Yes. Yeah. Boom. You know, it just is like there and we're, we just get like so much time with them um, sniping back and forth. So much. Um, the other thing about this challenge is that um, how much money do they have for it? Is oh it my gosh, $300? $300. It's $300 for the challenge. In two and days. Two days. Two to days. Do so they've got like two days to make a dress. Yeah, they're. I think they they're actually jumping for joy when they hear yeah. two days, and I'm like, these poor designers. Look what you guys are doing to them. Yeah. They hear two days and they lose their minds. Yeah. So um. So yeah. So they they get to sketch, and we find out a little bit about what people are doing. Again, like Ivy's doing Hawaii, because oh she my God. thinks of the ocean in so many ways like the ocean can be muted it can be hospital color and it can be bright it can be electric blue um, and 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 also what else does she pick she picks oh wait i don't know wait, what... Steel. yes Steel. yeah yeah um let me just say <laughs> the worst color <laughs> It's a now, I I actually rough. know an amazing person named Teal. Mm -hmm. Great name for a person. <laughs> yes, but like it it is it in the context of Project Runway. Um, really the wrong color to pick. Yeah. So, yeah. I I would say that this starts to refute Ivy's thesis that she can work with bright color I know <laughs> that she's going to demonstrate for the judges oh my gosh yeah it's it's kind of it's very tone deaf where you don't know that you're tone deaf yes um yeah um Mondo's doing kaleidoscope yes so and is running around grabbing stuff and all the stripes lots of lots of stripes yes and um when we're in mood, you know, it just looks like Swatch has had enough of everyone too. Like, just Swatch didn't have a good night's sleep either. Oh, and just really? Wanted to play with Tim. Yes, this is this is I think my favorite <laughs> bit of 
swatch footage ever in the run of the show. It was like Tim, <laughs> Tim playing with swatch. <laughs> Running around like, and yeah. like swatch is playing keep away with Tim. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like rarely have i seen tim that relaxed i know like, <laughs> like, and even even as a relaxed person like tim's arms are like out straight and he's not yeah, bending his yeah, doesn't yeah. bend his legs and like barely he just yeah. bends from the waist that's it like that's yeah well tim <laughs> tim in general believes in 90 degree angles and 45 degree angles I don't know what you what you're thinking with those other like weird angles. They're vulgar. <laughs> anything below, anything in between is vulgar. That's what it yeah, is. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but it is so cute. I wish I, I had the ability. It. I mean, I'm sure that I do. I could probably figure it out. I wish I had the ability to to make gifts because I would definitely make a oh like just have like a Tim play with playing with Swatch gift run in, over and over. It's in the works, Nealon. I saw that and I'm like, nope, that's gonna be that's that's gonna be the little movie inside of the um, episode creative. I'm just gonna have to make it. It's so adorable. So so there's a little bit of drama about getting everybody, like some people are indecisive. Mm -hmm. There's a little bit of a drama about getting everybody down to the counter. Yeah. Everybody gets there. They find, they, they're, they're fine. They say bye. They say bye to Swatch. Bye to Swatch. Swatch gets a good reaction shot. And then we <laughs> head back to the workroom. And there's like in, like underneath this, like, did you notice how weird the music was? Yeah, it's doom, doom, da doom, doom, with like whistling. Yeah, like it's like what what is the mood supposed to be here? And I don't believe it at all. I was like, I don't. But April, because April comes in and just like, wow, the room is so laid back. You know, you give us yeah. a two day challenge, and people are just you know, taking their time and mm -hmm. doing some stuff. And it's like, at least that they're, give them some time to breathe. But I don't think yeah. you need to play the, I call it the Project Runway. Like either like Lazy River music or yeah. um, or just lazy music where I'm just going to yeah. like, you know, I'm just going to dawdle for a little bit. But I don't think they're <laughs> it dawdling. Is, it is music to dawdle by. <laughs> You're exactly right. And, and, um, yeah, and uh, I definitely feel like, um, it, you know, that April is there to be, like, April has kind of become our POV character, mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like the, the, the slightly jaundiced audience member for the episodes now. <laughs> jaundiced, I mean jaded. Sorry. The slightly jaded um, audience member who's kind of like, you know, I don't know. These are, Everybody's relaxing, but yeah, you never know. Yeah, it's like, mm. have you not seen this show before? Yeah. 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 April is like the person who's who has seen the show. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and is the stand-in for us. Yeah, it's it's like she's not a brand new person. She's not a goldfish like the rest of these, right. you know, suckers. <laughs> like yeah, who exactly. doesn't have a memory like I remember. Yeah. Um, so uh so so Valerie is already a mess. Ah, Valerie. 
And then the other thing that April is, is, uh, is our little shit stirrer. So, so we hear April walk over to one of the tables and go, wow, Gretchen, is this your fabric? All this tool? (laughs) And, um, she's like, no, no, that's, that's like, that's Michael's. That's Michael's tool. That's Michael's C. That's Michael's no, C. No, those are my colors that he's using. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. It's the Battle of the Bordeaux. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then here begins what I call, I don't, I don't, okay. Gretchen's narcissistic magical thinking. Because yes. she's like, oh, he's only doing this because I'm doing it. He's right. only doing it because I used it. I think I created a monster. I'm like, I yeah. don't come on. Um yeah. it's a also didn't Michael Kors tell you, Gretchen, to stop using the colors? Didn't he give yeah. you and Valerie a dr- and that whole group a dressing down about the terrible colors? Michael C, I don't know why he's using that color. I don't I guess he didn't I guess he forgot, like a goldfish, just forgot. Right. But um, even, was it last week where they, where Gretchen's pulling out a bolt of camel and Michael C. was like, oh, look, camel, I want that. And I'm like, are they just following each other around and moving? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Who knows? At this point, I think that, I, I mean, I think a case could be made that given the, um, Given what happened in the team challenge, Michael C. at a certain point just decided, all right, well, fuck this. Fuck. Yeah. Like, I can't stand Gretchen. I will do what it takes. Yeah. Like, I, like, I don't, like, I, I'm fine with fucking with her. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess also we should weigh in a, a tiny bit on the, um, the current Michael C. Yes scandal which has evolved so did you so you now know now that you know who chrissy teigen is yes and um okay so (laughs) regrettably but yes (laughs) (laughs) you have acquainted yourself yeah um what the last thing i saw again because i have alerts the last thing i saw was michael c's mom chimed in did you did you read about that no the so there where we left it in our last discussion of it was um you know that he was talking about he produced um dms from her mm-hmm. um talking you know um basically attacking him mm-hmm. and then since then folks have pointed out that those DMs included design elements that were not part of Instagram at the time. So they're accusing him of faking the DMs Mm -hmm. like people, like people on her team are uh, accusing him of faking this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And then other folks have come forward and talked about other bad behavior of his Mm -hmm. And, um, and so what's up with his mom? No, just the, just the mother 
kind of like doubling down on the um the dm or the other side of this well the part where michael c is is like i was i was feeling suicidal and so the mother is like yeah no i witnessed this and it was a really really dark time but it, it sort of is in the context of a lot of just back and forth just lying or or mm-hmm. a bunch of bad actors and you know i'm not i you know all i don't really I don't really, I don't know. I, it just, it, it's not, I don't think believing is, is necessarily important, but it is, I think at the base of it, it's just very, very questionable behavior. Mm-hmm. Um, and the use of feeling suicidal, I don't really know, but it's almost like the the mom is, I think the mom coming in and, and, um, and, and inserting herself into this conversation is just kind of, it's just very strange. It's really weird. You know, social media, fantastic method for causing pain, horrible method for resolving pain. Yes. Yeah. But I do have to say that um, I, I feel like social media sleuths um, are amazing when they're doing really well. But picking up on those types of clues, like the design elements of, of Instagram or design elements of DMs is just really interesting to me. I think mostly because of the design element and that people can <laughs> can tell mm-hmm. after an mm-hmm. update what has changed. But um, that's also how a lot of celebrities do get into trouble. Um, you know, just this, this is another thing that um, that I've been talking on podcast with Patricia because Patricia is a fan of Erica Jane. Um, who is on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. But Patricia famously does not watch Real Housewives. I do. (laughs) (laughs) And so I I only know Erica Jane from the perspective of her as a real housewife. I don't know her as a pop star or or someone who is like – who's a, like a music a musician has a whole thing so so producer knows her music and um she released erica jane released text messages and dms too to kind of drum up a fake storyline on the show and also because right now her husband is being accused of awful things of stealing money from victims because he's a lawyer um and, and and is accused of embezzling and just basically stealing um uh, uh money that should have gone to victims and his clients and she tried to fake an affair or say like, oh, I'm leaving my husband because he, look, look, look at these text messages that he's having mm. an affair with this person. And the, the Twitter sleuths or the Instagram sleuths picked apart all the graphics and could tell that what year it was from. They figured out some clues. They're like, hey, this happened like five or seven years ago based off of these tiny little details. And I was just like, oh, this is this is just fascinating. But um, but yeah, no, it's I think these types of arguments and back and forth that happen solely through social media are very much a public facing thing and it's unfortunate because at the core i think a lot of real people were hurt by these two namely chrissy Teigen and michael costello these actually hurt real people in real life but all the things that we're privy to i think are just you know whoever they are they they're very um concerned about how they look publicly right so and all of this is so very far from any of the things that are un- enjoyable about about this show. Yes. Like like the, this is the this is the part of it all that is exhausting for me. Yeah. Yeah. 
this is the part when when I started getting those alerts and the DMs from our lovely listeners, I was like, oh no, drama. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, yeah, it's 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 like um, and of course, and I and I kind of think, um, man, it's really interesting to to that this is kind of happening right now when we're covering the season. Yeah. So, um. All right. Well, okay. So that's that. It will, I think, unfurl. It's ongoing. These two won't stop talking. Right. No. This is and and particularly <laughs> we won't be. We will continue to be shown them talking. Yes, we will. Because this is this this is what the the current excitement in the in the narrative is. Yes, totally. Um, uh, so we so that gets gets all laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, that think... there's going to be like a big cut, you know, color. Oh conflict like yes. who's you know it's like when people are like two people are using plaid right we'll see how how you know decisive that is in the judging yeah um and uh so we then we go into the other part of this that also kind of doesn't matter which is the makeup consult i know <laughs> i know? i i wrote it i even bolded it as a whole section of my notes but then my next thing goes, oh, Ari's making her model like a half alien person in a hat. I, I just like I just kind of switched yeah. off. But yeah, um, that's, yeah that's I, the only thing. It's so funny. That's the only thing that I have, too, which is that Ari wants Cassie to be a hybrid. Yeah, a hybrid, an alien person. I That sounds which, cool. That, yeah. Uh, and Mondo's using lots of color. Um, go figure. Uh, Gretchen. Going overboard with the styling. But one thing I actually did notice was like, I guess this is this could be a sign of the times, but there's a lot of under eye shadow, and I mm. I thought eyeshadow just was above your eye and not below. Also, mm-hmm. so that was just something that I picked out. And then Ivy again is using blue and turquoise eyeshadow around the whole yeah. eye. Yeah, Gre- I mean, we also get Gretchen being like super ingratiating mm-hmm. with you know with everybody that that's there on production and it's like um and and she gets like a makeup look that is basically nothing and she's thrilled about it (laughs) yes perfect oh this just this Mm -hmm. is why you do what you do or whatever yeah she does her sing-song thing um next we have tim time yes and Tim goes to Valerie first here. And I'll just say Tim time in general, I was very suspect because we didn't see anything anyone made. Right. It was very, very fast. Uh, You know, like Valerie's in trouble for some reason. She's trying to be incredibly ambitious, but I don't know what she's making. We don't see that. Right. Mondo's got a kaleidoscope of stuff and Tim's just like, be you. And that's all the, Although I will say, is this where she says it? Maybe. Okay, no, maybe it. Maybe it's later on. There's Valerie says something that okay. is makes you know I'm. Does it make you sad? Ready to? Yeah, it makes me sad. Yeah, yeah. Um, not yet. No, she's still. She hasn't been like completely. Um, right. Buried into the ground yet. So um, let's see here. We just kind of get very very shallow surfacey things about what they're thinking about doing so april is not doing an evening gown she's doing something that looks black and short with structured uh, shoulders 
Mm-hmm. And then Ari is doing uh, uh like a pants. jumpsuit, a warrior jumpsuit. A warrior, yeah. Looks like moto pants. Um that yeah, with like a warrior motif. Mm. Gretchen is doing a caftan. That's the only person I think we kind of know. Like she's making a robe. <laughs> right. She talks about like doing a caftan and then Tim tells her it looks like a robe and she goes, Oh no. Like <laughs> <laughs> You're making a velvet caftan. There's not a lot of difference between a, a caftan and a robe. <laughs> and I love to say dressing it up with, I'm just going to use a different word. He's like, no, let's be honest. It's a robe. And I think yeah. it sounds worse. It just, it just actually sounds worse, the word. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ivy again um, has been working her her butt off. So with when April was like, ah, oh, everyone's dawdling. I'm like, no, Ivy's over there cutting bias strips. Yeah. <laughs> so she's making a bunch of strips, and um, this this is the most that we get because she's thinking <laughs> of bright is a day at the beach, and she's gonna make these little ripples of waves with these beat with these strips and then they're all gonna coalesce into this angle that's gonna represent the water crashing into the beach and tim's like mm. yeah oh. i have to say <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try to screen grab tim's expression because it is so it's so amazing it's, it was worrisome i i got had, i was it had like really three worried. stages of regret <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't believe the face Tim made. Yeah. And then goes, mm, it's getting it's really, too really literal good. here. Um and also be careful this gown could go very pageanty. Yeah. And I yeah, it, it was really really <laughs> it was it was concerning that look. Yeah. He has he's in pain. He's he's in <laughs> with this. Uh yeah, I yeah, poor Ivy. I just feel like yeah, uh, yeah. Poor, poor Ivy. Um, yeah. All right. There's a little moment between Gretchen and Mondo in the lunchroom where <laughs> I I think, honestly. I, again, like, it's really helpful to watch Mondo's expressions for this entire exchange. Gretchen, Gretchen goes, I believe in my heart that I should be at fashion, that I will be at fashion week. And I believe in my heart that you should be at fashion week. <laughs> and Mondo just kind of says, mm, mm, yeah. <laughs> and she says, and, then, and she goes, well, go team. I mean, <laughs> let's, and let's she, go, go team. And Mondo says, I have to pee. He's like, yeah, all right. going to be off. Because at the first she's like she says something that I'm I be, I don't believe is true. She's like, did you hear Tim said that he thinks that this challenge could solidify futures? Yes. And I was yes. like, I think you're lying, Gretchen. I think that's a total lie. Why are you? I don't know. I don't, it doesn't sound like Tim. Doesn't sound like he would yeah. say that. But um. Well, but I mean, I can I can hear Tim say like. You know, designers, I want you to think very strategically. This challenge could really solidify. Um, and and admittedly, it is like, okay, here's 20 grand and yeah. and the advertorial. So, yeah, it could solidify futures. Yeah, because I but, and I can also see how he was he would if Tim said that 
then it would be in in a a, a grander scale of things. But yes. I do think Gretchen was only talking about the competition, right? Yeah, and so I think it was a it was a weird way of interpreting that. If that's yeah. what Tim said, I'm pretty sure it was for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "Oh my god, that means if you do well here, then you're definitely going to Fashion Week." I was like, "I don't think that's what that means." Yeah, exactly. All right. So models are coming for fitting. Yes. Some people are having trouble. Oh um, uh, yeah, Mondo. Mondo's bodice is is way too big. Yes. Um, you know, other people are, you know, don't really have anything. Yeah. Um, Michael sees like you know, other people just have the muslin. I've already like made you know we as we said last time about Michael C's method of like right. making complete garments and having five to pick from. He's mm -hmm. you know, it's really he's already pretty much finished his dress. Yes, he's done. Um, you know. Yeah, and so Mondo kind of has to start all over again because he's tried yeah. to take down um because and this is one thing that's interesting he's working with the same model ian and mm -hmm. ian is smaller than the dress form which is a size six and ian's probably yeah. like a two four or something mm -hmm. and he probably thought that he was doing a good job of sizing down but still didn't size down enough like ian's right. still too small so gotta start all over again um all right so next day day two right they wake up looking completely wrecked mm -hmm. at Atlas the next morning. I just felt it in my gut. Like everyone's got swollen eyes. Everyone's yawning. Um, but they go back to the workroom and Tim comes in mm -hmm. and he goes, designers on the one hand, I'm loathe to present what I'm about to present. On the other hand, I am. I sincerely believe that this will help you. And it's like, what's what's going to happen? What is about to happen? So, uh, surprise, surprise! April was right on behalf of all of yeah. us who watched this show. Right. That there's a two day challenge. It's not a pure two two day challenge. There's a twist. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. Tim goes like, there are very few, if any, designers that can sustain a brand on high fashion runway looks rather they build their brand based on ready to wear collections so they're going to have to create a second look that's a ready to wear companion to mm -hmm. this high fashion l'oreal paris advertorial look they get 15 mm. minutes to sketch 100 dollars, and until midnight and the usual amount of time the next morning to complete both looks and i just feel like all of them look like they're going to pass out yeah, people, you hear people say no. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. here's, here's, oh, your, here's my question for you, Ernaz. Yeah, yeah. Um, did Tim know about this the previous day? I don't think he did. So, so we think I, I'm, I'm there with you. Like it, like when I was watching it through this time, I was like, okay, wait a minute. Yes. Like everything that Tim's saying to them on the, in, in the previous day, did he know the twist was coming? No. Um, and, and 
I agree with you. He seems so genuinely, um, you know, upset. Yeah, he like his his forehead, it, the for his forehead, and he was getting like red. He was kind of splotchy and red, like he maybe had been mm-hmm. arguing with the producers <laughs> backstage. Mm-hmm. And also the way he spoke to them, it was very academic. I was like, this is this is this is Dean Tim. This is. This is a uh, head of the department, Tim, where he's mm-hmm. like, this is make it work where there's, you have no choice. This is what you have to do. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to contextualize it to make it as relevant as possible. Um, because mm-hmm. me flipping out about how fucked up I think this is, is not going to help you because honestly, you all signed a contract. You have to make these, <laughs> you have to make these pieces and it's $20,000. And I have a feeling that what the what the producers thought was we're giving them all this money. They're going to kill them. They're going we want them to barely live by the end of this challenge. We want them rolling around on the floor, barely holding on to reality because we're giving them all them all this money. I don't know. It yeah, Tim looks really upset. <laughs> so Yeah. All right. Oh my gosh. I felt really, really sorry for all of them. And then of course, April is ready. She's like, I saw this coming. So I'm prepared. I'm, I'm good. Yeah. I mean, they should have all, I mean, it, in a way, yes, they should have all seen it coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and, uh, but, but yeah, it is, it's like they all get, um, yeah, what is it? They get 15 minutes to sketch. They're gonna go to sketch, mood yeah. for 15 minutes for with a hundred dollars and yeah, yeah. And I, I, and a lot of them choose the same fabrics. Um, but yeah, I think... Ivy just gets just just gets more of the same, which is such a mistake. <laughs> more such teal. a mistake. Oh my god! I thought the smartest person was Mondo because Mondo's like, where's yeah. the stretch? Get me stretch fabric. Yeah, <laughs> it was so smart. Yeah, Mondo's like I'm gonna I'm gonna make a tube dress. Yes, exactly. Basically, um, Swatch is eating a a bagel. Yeah, I know Swatch has got some good looking treat some there. Some hide bagel. Yeah, yeah. I, at first, and I was there like, is. Yeah. No, I was gonna say like to make this feel. I'm like Tim could have also sort of blamed this on wanting to play more with Swatch. <laughs> <laughs> high fashion houses get often get to play with dogs two days running (laughs) um yeah yeah i I do love that when they're when uh when they're leaving valerie is going like bye swatch you look like you're having fun you don't have to make a second dress today do you That's and Swatch how I is used... like, damn right, I know. Yeah, Swatch is like, yeah, you know. Talk to your union rep. I like being here. Look at me. I'm eating this hide bagel. Oh, yeah. man. I've never related to Valerie more because that's how yeah. I used to talk to my dog growing up. I was so jealous of her because I was like, you know, I went to a really stressful high school and I would come home and she's just on the back porch just eating her bone. And I'm like, yep. you don't have any worries. She's like, nope. I'm a dog. You take care of me. <laughs> Want to go for a walk before you have like five hours of homework to finish? I was like, sure. Sure. Let's go for a yeah. walk. 
Yeah, I'm I'm planning on smelling a butt. <laughs> Later on. Haven't smelled any butts today. Take me out. That's, that's I've looked at my day runner, and that's what it says. It's 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 four p.m. Time to smell butts. Yeah, take me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Okay, so then these poor designers um, go back to the workroom, and they're all kind of talking about what they would do with twenty thousand dollars. And this felt very baby Gen Xer, elderly millennial, because they've all got student loans and credit card debt (laughs) that they're going to pay off. And I was like, man, those are the times. But I do love April's like, I would pay off my debts. I would do blah, blah, blah. And I would buy a miniature pony because I want a miniature pony. I wish they'd spent so much more time on this. I'm like, this is the most incredible thing about this episode <laughs> is that April is obsessed with ponies, not just ponies, yes. miniature yes. ponies. And I want to know why. And I want April's her to have one. <laughs> Last week she was making resort wear for Alcatraz. And now she's yep. talking about how she just loves ponies. Yeah. yeah. There's so much goth, stuff. Goth pony for April. Goth pony. <laughs> all right so then we move on to more tim time and i'm wondering if this is where valerie says the thing um so tim is talking to valerie and she's just upset because um she's working with this fabric this white fabric that's supposed to be her evening wear and right. um and i th- i don't know i think she was thinking of quitting was she thinking of quitting because um, Tim tells her, well, like, she, I don't think that she is until Tim says it. Okay, because she, she's not, she doesn't like it. She doesn't like what she's making, yeah. and she's thinking of right. doing something that definitely will put her behind. And Tim's right. like, here, listen, here's another thing that designers go through. You have a vision, you don't want to compromise it because you're an artist, but you don't mm-hmm. have the time. Yeah. So not having the time releases you from that vision. Right. And I'm like, okay, that's a silver lining, but it's also heartbreaking. And um, yeah, she could just kind of, she loses it and um, takes it, takes right. a minute, takes a minute away, goes into the bathroom to, to yeah. kind of cry it out. Yeah. And, oh. and Gretchen and Ivy go in to talk her down. Yeah. Um, Is this nice? Know. Was that nice? Well, like Ivy, I, um, I'm gonna say yes and no. Okay. I, and maybe and and here's my here's my ungenerous take. It's um, Ivy. Uh, Ivy goes in, I think, out of genuine concern. Yeah. Um. But later on is like, oh, my God, like, Valerie, get your shit together. Everybody's stressed out. Like, mm-hmm. and it's really it's really tiring to have to deal with your emotional mood swings. Mm-hmm. Gretchen goes in and we don't get anything snarky about like after the fact from Gretchen. But I kind of feel like Gretchen goes in because there's no piece of business that can't be Gretchen's piece of business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. 
like like Ivy's the one that we hear being actually helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, cuz I, I I I it was a yeah, it was a genuine question cuz I'm like I don't know. Valerie is grateful for the concern yeah. from both yeah, of yeah, them, yeah. which and, is wonderful. And, and and you know, and Ivy doesn't say anything to her face. Right. That isn't that isn't simply helpful and and supportive yeah yeah and i believe that she genuinely does want to support her but she's also like oh my god yeah yeah and it it is a lot it's an exhausting day yeah and um yeah and i think and i totally agree with you when yeah gretchen gretchen like if she sees something happening she'll run over and be like oh you know you didn't clean up your workroom table or something yeah she's just a little bit too involved yeah or like or or right or like yeah well i you know i have a vision where we're supposed to be at the you know we're supposed to be at fashion week together so you can't give up now or whatever <laughs> yes um so everybody's like sewing stuff up it's yeah. getting towards the end of the day they also um, all Ivy say bye to their models as time problems yeah I, I but i just want to say like they all say bye to their models they call them they call their models model. I don't know if you saw that. There was a weird <laughs> montage at the end of the day where all the designers were like, Bye model, bye model. Yes. And I was like, Oh guys, I think you know their names by now. But you know, yeah. it's fine. Um But they also yeah. had to Well it's like saying bye to Swatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> swatch is a swatch. <laughs> that's 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 Swatch's job is to swatch. Um yeah. yeah. Uh, but also they were dealing with extra models. So the, so some of the, the eliminated models came back. So they probably actually didn't know their names now that I think about it. Um, yeah. All right. So, yes. So it's the next day. Everybody's like desperate to get things finished on time. Also, everyone looks great. They're so tired, yeah. but they look amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing. Yes. Um, yeah. So, yeah, they're they're kind of going in. Yeah. And, um, oh man. Oh, so I wrote this in my, my notes, the day of the runway, something from Valerie that she said, I'm wondering if this is what you wrote down. So she goes, I'm trusting that I'm a good designer despite my flaws. Mm -hmm. No, that wasn't it. This okay. is, uh, it's, it, it's, it's later on. Okay. Okay. So. Great. Great. Um, yeah, I wrote that down. Cause I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, Valerie. Um, Mondo is I'm just going to point out is the elementary school teacher of the day. Yeah. Because as they leave Atlas, he's, he's like single file children. And yeah. <laughs> um, when he drops off the models at, in, in hair and makeup, he's like, be good. Follow directions. And I'm like, <laughs> like, yeah. Well, that's what today. I, that's what I mean by like suddenly Mondo, <laughs> like this is the Mondo I remember when I think back about this season. Yeah. Yeah. Is somebody who's sort of like, you know, low key, but wisecracking and funny and um, and really kind of comfortable in their talent. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. All right. But anything about pre runway stuff? Um, no, everybody's here. racing around. It's like it's it's um, come down to I mean, we get like a, a barely any mention of the Piper Lime wall remember no, that remember there's a piper lime wall the piper lime wall <laughs> i thought it was just l'oreal where are they getting their yeah. custom from <laughs> yeah 
Piper Lime, who is also here. Um, you know, no, they get fitted. They're racing around to get everything done in time. Um, Ivy is freaking out. Yeah. Gretchen has something else nasty to say about Michael, whatever. Yeah, I think it was about the train. About his train. Yeah, yeah. Um, we get we don't really get any Scott Patrick because he's not the designated L'Oreal spokesperson. Right, right. Um, I think. Oh, this is where it is. We like Valerie is like we're going for a. Audrey Hepburn, blah, 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 look. And I was just like, Valerie. Is it like, oh, like My Fair Lady slash give, yes, Breakfast give at Tiffany? Give up on fucking Audrey Hepburn enough. I mean, you can, you, obviously, mm-hmm. like, Audrey Hepburn is um, Valerie's style model. Yes. Like, that's a person that, that she patterns her own personal style after. But yes. it's also, like, it's so not helpful at this point. It's such a cliche at this point. Yeah. Like, if you're doing anything black and white and pared down, it's like Audrey Hepburn. You know, mm-hmm. it's, ugh. So, it, did that make you sad? Yes. That okay. was the thing. It was like, this is not enough of an idea. Yeah. I, yeah, I totally agree. I, 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 I just, I started catching on to how many references she was making to Audrey Hepburn and thinking, I'm like, yeah, you kind of favor Audrey Hepburn. You have a look, um, like a whole affect that yeah. might also be, um, patterned after Audrey Hepburn. You happen to kind of look like her. <laughs> so, yeah. but this is, yeah, I don't know. And also after coming off of a Jackie O yeah thing i'm like all right um okay so ready for the runway yep okay all right so listeners you can click in the show notes and pull up the cheat sheet again the second page is spoilers is a spoiler page just warning all right so on the runway we have uh heidi and our regular judges we have Mm -hmm. um Michael Kors, Nina Garcia, and then we have Naeem Khan. Um, mm. I also have to say we have Heidi's new haircut as well, um, which makes her, for me, gives her a little bit more of an evil vibe as she goes, like, we entered a twist. We made you do twice as much work as you thought you were going to do mm-hmm. for $20,000. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Um, Thanks for reminding us, Heidi. Thank you. Thank you. For yeah. The, the diabolicalness yeah. of that. All right. It is, yeah. We're gonna it's, say it's, it's not quite Darth Vader's helmet in blonde, but <laughs> it's definitely. <laughs> I I agree with you. Yeah, I love that haircut. reference. It it is a very uh, villainous uh, haircut. So. Hmm. All right. So on the runway first, we have April. Um, so the so there of course there are two models walking the runway and the first is the editorial look, advertorial look, and then the second is the ready to wear look. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I. What do you think? I mean, I thought it was fine. It's very April. Um, which is yeah. getting a little 
repetitive, I'll say. Yes. She's using a lot of the same fabrics, black. Um, sh- uh, they have some sheerness to them. She's into the shoulders. Uh, and that short, like she likes shorts. <laughs> yeah, she has not given up on the short, short idea. It's shorts. like, I mean, and bless her. It's like, yes, that's a short that works when you don't layer another um, brief over the top of it. or the, You know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it, she's very, it's very much like shorts and shoulders in black. Exactly. Um, I actually can't tell which one is the couture i guess it's the first one is the couture oh, look yes the first one in both of them and all of the um the it's yeah the, the pattern is the first is the couture mm-hmm. the second is the ready to wear so are you saying yeah. that the second look does not look ready to wear <laughs> no i'm i'm saying that both of them look like ready to wear to be honest it's like the thing that that separates out the couture look is the um is the fact that it's got this kind of chiffon train yes but that's not enough for me yeah and i i kind of am disappointed because i thought that there were going to be pants there and the train Mm -hmm. she's like i'm I'm not going to make a gown but i feel like the train kind of nods to a gown where Mm -hmm. she's going to put in drama there with a train a, a gown-like finish to the yeah. dress. Yeah. So. Which also lets you know that this person is never going out in New York. I... <laughs> <laughs> like, like, think about... Especially like, now. Like... Think about the evening you spend with wearing a chiffon train in New York City. Where would you go? <laughs> Where could you go? I can't even imagine... I can't imagine... Anywhere you would go, if you didn't have someone behind you or you didn't have yeah. a carpet to walk on all the time. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't go to a restaurant. You couldn't, like, if you went to the theater, mm-hmm. it would immediately get stepped all over by other people. Yeah. Like, there, like, there is no place you could go oh where it would immediately be filthy yeah. and trampled. Or, a ha- yeah, or hazard. Yeah, yeah, like it would definitely be dangerous at, at you know worst case scenario. But yeah. You know. All right, next we have Mondo. Hmm. Um, and Mondo also made this hat. Hmm. Uh, it looks as if no one really has used any Piper line accessories, maybe besides <laughs> the shoes, because that hat is not a Piper Lime hat. No. Um, it's a Mondo hat. Yeah, it's basically the uh, a lot of the boning that that he was. I think it's the extra boning that he was using for his corset. Oh, okay, yes, that makes sense. Yeah, what'd you think of this? I, you know, I, again, this is where this is. These are sort of the mondo clothes that I remember. Yes. Um. It's. Uh. You know. It's. Three, it's the same stripe fabric in three different colors mm-hmm. in a like a red, blue, and a yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, with some additional like hound's tooth thrown in there. Right. Um, it's all very crisp and very and very directed. Mm-hmm. Um, and and uh, and looks good. And the and certainly the ready to wear look is like 
is really like ready to wear. Really, really ready to wear. Um, I I would say maybe at that time, like in 2010, I had I hadn't seen a lot of that, but since then I've seen a lot of this dress. Um, yeah, you know, bodycon with chevrons, and later on, if you guys all remember, there is a a, a Project Runway designer who famously mostly made clothes with chevrons. Um, mm-hmm. so I kind of blame her for just being like, oh, I've seen this before, but yeah, I thought mm-hmm. it was, and I thought, but at the end, smart, graphically, really, really, really smart. Mm-hmm. So, um, ready for IV? <laughs> I, I mean, define ready. Uh, so <laughs> I know I define my terms. Do you want to talk about, well, we have to. Okay. How about that? Yeah. I'll, I won't ask you. I'm like, we have to talk about this. Well, let's talk about IV. Yeah. Let's talk about IV next. Oh, poor Ivy. So, so here's my question for you. Yeah. Looking at the ready to wear and looking at the couture, do you think that the initial plan for the couture was for it to be as for the teal to be completely covered by the blue chiffon in the way that it is in the um in the uh the ready to wear? No. You think it was always going to be partial like that? Yes. Yeah. Because my guess was that it was going to be fully covered, and so you would only get the effect through that pleating. Oh. You know what? That would have been really beautiful. <laughs> I mean, at, at, at least more of a complete look. Yeah. And it would have called, yeah, it would have used that color in a better way too, because this sort of, okay. Yeah. That makes, that makes a lot of sense. I think this also works too in illustrating her conceptual idea of having them look like waves crashing. Right. That's what I thought the angle at the waist was. So the, like the, the, how everything is doing meeting at this diagonal on the right hand side. I thought that was the waves crashing Mm -hmm. and you needed more of the blue to kind of have this contrast between water and waves or something. Right. But I think if the effect was supposed to be to show the um the the turquoise or the the teal whatever this is with just the blue flapping up, that would have been very beautiful. If she could have executed that. Yeah. But she didn't. But she she really didn't. I did, I mean, I I think it was I think it was poor planning all around. I think yeah. also the the dress, I think the fabric that she's got for the teal the that's underneath is um too unforgiving. Yes. Like it's it's basically like she's trying to superimpose like a blue toga dress in chiffon over a, like a satin teal dress. Yeah. And I don't understand and I don't understand the point of the asymmetrical bust line that no. she's got on both of them yeah I and I think it was her attempt at making a wave on top yeah but mm. then of course you ruin those lines with that with um those bias strips yeah you just absolutely, exactly. like it's almost like she didn't understand graphically what was happening and it's un- unfortunate that especially on the cheat sheet that it's right next to mondo's yeah. chevron dress that knows yeah. exactly what it's doing and yeah. has a reason of being there that's also conceptual but it also works graphically and design wise 
And I think Ivy, I mean, yeah, Ivy's fabric choices are really bad. And I think because yeah. she can, she can work with this, but can you work with this in a day challenge? I don't think so. Right. No matter how fast you No, and I, and I feel like the, I, I feel like it's not good color choices. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, no, I, I feel like it's, it's, it's really, um, a, a series of mispa- mistakes and it really is unfinished it's yeah it's really unfinished it, oh gosh okay we'll get there i will yeah <laughs> um okay so next we have michael c mm-hmm. um oh, holy crap this... you know can we just say like <laughs> i have yet to un i mean unless you are making a hoop skirt I have yet to see someone convince me of why a hemline needs to needs boning. I I I just can't believe he did that in that amount of time. I it is it is a very uncalled for choice. It's just so uncalled for. <laughs> I was I I didn't notice that it was this way until the judging until the deliberations where Michael Kors calls it out and the and the and the um, camera pans to it I was like he did that it it just is really it feels it makes the costume almost automatically and and it and not that it's a bad thing but there's already so much fabric and you're trying to um I think I think he's trying to lighten up a very heavy dress by mm. boning it. But um, it's just, there's just extra things going on. So now you have this swirly bit at the bottom. So of course you can walk a little bit easily, mm. more easily, but then there's, there are all these very um, angular things happening at the waist. You know, he's trying to redefine mm. this peplum deal. I don't mind that part. Actually. I think that's that peplum looks great, um, but in a different fabric. And also why all this, the same color, Especially mm-hmm. with the other the, the the cocktail dress, the ready to wear, it's just very very one actually one tone like it's it's all one note. And and something else strikes me now as I'm thinking about this. Um, who are, who are the sponsors of this um, challenge? The people who are giving you twenty thousand dollars? I think it's L'Oreal. Yeah, yes, and 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 what is it to celebrate? Um, two toned eyeshadow. So, don't <laughs> you think you would want to have the maximum points of interest for your dress be ones that like frame the face and yes. are like like basically the most boring parts of of michael's dress are this bust line yeah on both of these dresses yeah like there's nothing going like he's got bare shoulders like like if you were to go for a close-up to feature the eyeshadow oh yeah you would basically you'd basically (laughs) yeah yeah, because, you know, I was thinking about how the bust line on the left-hand side, it kind of looks like what Valerie was wearing to judging. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very easy. He's just doing things that he knows how to do. Clearly, you know how to bone a hem. I get it. All right. right. 
Um, do you, did you have to? No. Did you have to use this much of this one fabric? No. And why are both of them? Yeah. Why are both of them? Right. Um, sleeveless bustiers and mm-hmm. not much. Yeah. The styling is, is very expected. But I also, it's like, I go back to Mondo and, and it's like, yeah, this thing, like, like, look at how much it's, it's pointing towards the face. Yes. (laughs) Towards, towards the sponsor's product. Yes. Even (laughs) with the, like, you know, the bustier, like the bustier that Mondo made, it frames her chin. (laughs) It's still, it's still at an angle yeah yeah um all right so next we have gretchen no we have christopher oh that's right oh that's right christopher there's also michael just like as this as his models walk he um he's like oh i see nina garcia like oh looking at that train nina's face like yeah oh my gosh yeah 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 did i write that down oh no that's that's at another time whoops yeah um okay so let's go to uh christopher again like i'm just like i do not remember these clothes at all yeah it's the only one in this whole i remember everyone else but it was like i was watching christopher's designs for the first time yeah it's it's kind of a it's kind of a wedding dress and kind of a slip dress for the ready to wear oh man yeah but a little bit more structured on the on the on the ready to wear. It's not. It doesn't just hang from the shoulder like a slip. Yeah, but. I mean, do you like any of these? I don't. It's like I don't care about either one of them. But there's certainly, they're they're not even like in the ballpark of the type of clothes that I would care about. And I, you know, I I can't say that there's been any moment from Christopher. Like, <laughs> yeah, oh. the, Christopher feels like there's no struggle there. Yeah. Which is really bad news for this point in the competition. Yeah. It's like sometimes the no struggle designers make it into the final four, but really rarely. Yeah. Usually everybody's got a very particular issue by the time it's it's at this point in the competition yeah yeah i mean and it's it's sort of i don't know i i i would have loved to to hear what the judges thought about the couture dress Mm. um it's just yeah i want to know i want to know why why is it wrapped around the waist right why does it feel like there's another like uh, sort of like with ivy's thing it's sort of like Okay, you're gonna wear two dresses and then we're gonna pull one back. Yes. Yeah. Or like the there is like a, a two layered skirt part to this dress and I just I just hunched it up and then just tied it in the back. The the top layer is just hunched yeah. up so we can see the you know, bo- like the Bordeaux light underneath. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Doesn't make any sense. Totally okay. kooky. All right. So next we have Gret- next we have Gretchen. All right. Give me your thoughts, Ernez. Um, my God. So the robe comes out, the velvet robe, and I mean, it is just also kind of like 
my reaction to Michael sees him where the hair on the model on the left hand side, um, mm. you know, I get I get it. She's doing this bohemian thing. Mm. She's still mm. doing these colors that Michael Kors told her to stop doing. Mm. And um, then you can't see it on the cheat sheet, but on the back part, there's a bedazzled sheer fabric mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of like a Bordeaux light. So the tool that that I that Ivy not Ivy but that Valerie thought belonged to um uh to to Gretchen, Michael used that somewhere. But Gretchen also had some of that tool apparently and used mm-hmm. it on the back. But I just thought it was a really strange. It still looks like a robe. Mm-hmm. It's very strange. I don't know if there's an outfit underneath. Um and and sort of sort of the the feather work I thought that she did on this was really beautiful and it helped. Mm-hmm. It only helped. And then this other piece comes out and um, I mean, it just feels so like a mall outfit mm. to me. I think the mm. design elements are very smart. So when the model walks, there is some like part on the side and, you know, I, and also have to, you know, point out Gretchen's commentary on seeing that where it very much was it very much was Heather from Real Housewives of New York who if if anyone out there listens to or watches that show Heather is notorious for saying holla all the time (laughs) because she worked for I love I I noted this same thing (laughs) because she worked for P. Diddy one time and Beyonce one time and so Heather thinks that Mm -hmm. she can adopt any kind of slang that black people speak as if it's Mm -hmm. okay for some Mm -hmm. reason Gretchen thinks the same thing and as this black model is walking down she's like oh look at that holla and I'm like oh my god where are we what the hell is happening and it's also not that spectacular it's it actually was a mistake I don't think she did that on purpose she got lucky that there was yeah. some like side slit and also some really a, a nice um, walking element that happened with this flouncy flouncy top that has no shape except for the belt from the Piper Line wall, and yeah. then this um, chevron shiny skirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the top is if is is uh, if blue was camel, <laughs> it would be, it would be this color. <laughs> I mean, oh, what a great description. What you know, a great description of that shirt. Yes. And and to me, the um the first look is like you know, it's like a flapper got out of bed to answer the door. <laughs> yes, and she put on this fabulous robe. Yeah. A robe. Yeah. I mean, yeah, who uh, I I just I thought it looked cheap. Um the feathers did a little bit to help it. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, she did like intensive work, but still it's like ugh. Yeah. Anyway, she didn't use Not enough. I don't think she used velvet on that ready to wear look. I don't think there was velvet mm-hmm. there. And then on to Valerie. On to Valerie. Oh, this I, I, is I love that you noted the hala. I was just oh, like yeah. Oh, not going to let me slide with that. Please. Not going to let you get away with that. Um, but what I did write in my notes about Valerie is that when this first dress came out, Nina Garcia's nose turned up all the way up. 
all the way up. I knew Valerie's in trouble, and I was like, oh, I just felt so badly. It's such a bad dress. Yeah. I had no like. I feel like we didn't get to see anything in really in the workroom, and we only saw her working on that neckline. The and so it, I knew it was going to be an off the shoulder asymmetrical mm-hmm. thing or whatever. But then she put that like Chris March thing on the left hand. Yeah. I, I, it was. It felt very like like a desperate, confused, and tired dress, trying to do something yeah. that was advertorial, and that's all she really could could yeah. do and she's, i mean she's as is a, as much has said like she just wanted to get through yes at this point she just wanted to get through yeah but i, I it does like what are the like like what's the um idea with this with this again with this asymmetric bus line that doesn't really commit yeah like in neither of these dresses does it does it really commit to that. It kind of does it. It you know, it it is um, it's half-hearted yeah. as a decision. Yeah, I totally. So agree. it's just kind of painful. Um, gosh, yeah, the whole thing is painful. I think the second look kind of looks like something we've seen Valerie wear to the workroom. Yeah, but a little dressy, a dressed up version of it, because she does like doing these interesting overlay deals. Mm-hmm. And she put that in, in this dress and she carried into it crystals, mm-hmm. three buttons, but she, she still did her thing. I don't think Gretchen carried velvet into this extra piece, which I feel like was a part of the rules. I don't. Really it know. wasn't part of the rules. I mean, that's a, like we, yeah, like like let's. I mean, we've come to it, so let's talk about it now. It's like, yeah, at no point during the judging does anybody make reference to the words that the designers initially picked. Yeah, yeah, right. They do a couple of times for the top, um, for the for the high scoring designers, but. Oh, I guess, yes. Maybe they say, like, I knew you would take Bright. Yeah, yeah. They say yeah. to Mondo. Yeah, for Mondo. But, 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 it's, but certainly for, like, the negative ones, they don't go, uh-uh. like, I don't see, I don't see metallic anywhere in this, where, as Nina would say. Where <laughs> is the metallic? <laughs> right, which would normally be, like, the uh, we'd get, like, ten minutes of like them going off on some some random word so it's so really that whole thing was like again kind of pointless um and last is ari ari yeah um who go ahead (laughs) no go ahead no you said who uh who i i think has a kind of um interesting bowie influence yes in the, oh i the, see that in the first look mm-hmm. um I, I i wish it had been actually a little bit stronger although that's not quite ari's wheelhouse but but there is like you know here's a situation where like there's asymmetry but it's really committed to mm-hmm. yeah right and um and and really works with the design 
Yeah. The ready to wear dress, I don't really care so much. Oh, I love but... the ready to wear dress. Okay, go ahead. Loved go it. off. No, well, and I also love the way she described what she was doing. Same thing with Mondo, where Mondo's like, oh, this is going to be a, like a bunch of colors and this is going to be absence of the, like mm-hmm. a contrast. And I think so with the with outfit on the right hand side she uses the same fabric or the metallic black but mm. overlays it to kind of quiet it quiet down the metallic and i just think it it looked like a really easy and fun dress to wear even as a long sleeve dress with those shoulder pads mm-hmm. um i was like oh I, i'd like to wear that so but yeah no i i i kind of thought about you know um huge reese's peanut butter cups on, uh-huh. for the outfit on the left hand side not in a bad way but but it's also like a commitment and i think yeah i think ari kind of has this costumey flair and um the pose the model makes behind the scrim before coming out into the runway is used in so many montages from this point on in project runway history so there's like the really? hat yeah, because so Ari made her that skull thing, the skull hat. Yeah, yeah. It's only like a ponytail at the top. And so the pose she does is she takes her ponytail and she holds it out. And then she mm-hmm. flicks it and comes out. And that's used in um, the the point, the part where Heidi introduces the prizes. Right. And they show that right. moment a lot. And so so I, I just enjoyed it. And, and, you know, I can think about what how serious this is but also that i I, Mm -hmm. it makes reese's peanut butter cup references for me and i like that (laughs) yes and and again not to not to go off on this because Mm -hmm. it's it's not like it was specifically alluded to in the judging but it's a great frame for the product yes yes it is the couture look is really it's it's um it gives you a lot of interest around the face yeah I th- yeah, I think Ari is the only one who did like an avant-garde or even like a nod to an avant-garde um, eye mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. out of everyone. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really good. I think this was my favorite one. Yeah, I think this was my favorite duo on the on the runway this week. Cool. All right. Well, that's the end of the runway. Um. So, all right. So, Nalen, what did you think about this judging? Um, there's, uh, oh, one, th- oh, yeah, <laughs> one well, thing I do want to say. I should say One thing that we safe. missed in the runway is that there's a moment where Valerie's stuff is walking and Valerie <laughs> alludes to her couture dress as rainbow bright on crack. Oh, is, oh no. <laughs> which is pretty hilarious, but also quite un- inaccurate. And, and I would say, <laughs> like, I would say, like, actually, like, more Rainbow Bright on crack and less Audrey Hepburn would probably do Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) Please, please do Rainbow Bright on crack. That would be great. Gosh. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, that that's a legendary episode, actually. There's like a Rainbow Bright moment on Legendary that was like creepy and fun it was great so that's that would be wonderful yeah um i don't um, know if she knows what, what rainbow bright is anyway so <laughs> the <laughs> she knows definitely who audrey hepburn is but like maybe yeah I don't know. but um i think we i you know i'll just say the shocking parts of this is that christopher is safe right 
And so is yeah. April. And, so we only have two people. Safe. Yeah, yeah. And so they go off backstage. And I think they're kind of surprised. Oh yeah, totally. As as well. Yeah. Um, Christopher is so confident in himself and and April's. Like I think I did yeah. something that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and she really wants that miniature pony. So she now that she doesn't that. get the twenty thousand dollars, she Damn, might not be able to buy pony. it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just one last chance for that pony. <laughs> one last chance. Um, and and so then, you know, if you look at the second page of our cheat sheet, you can see who the high scoring um, designers are. And mm-hmm. it's Mondo, Ari, and Gretchen. Surprise, surprise. The top. And then yeah. the low scoring designers are Michael C., Valerie, and Ivy. Yeah. Um, and so they they send the low scores um backstage right yeah yeah um and uh, uh and and uh M- michael is shook yeah cuz he's never <laughs> he's never been on the bottom before um is that true that he's never been on the bottom before he's never not no he's never been on the bottom i don't think oh wow I don't think he said that, and I just believed him. Maybe I shouldn't have, but I don't. Oh, maybe don't think he was. He maybe he was just safe another times. Anyway, yeah, yeah. But they talked to Gretchen first, and again, I was just really shocked that they liked this. Um, but the guest judge Naim Khan talks about how he liked the back of the dress and uh-huh. wished that it were the front. Heidi and mm-hmm. Khan, Heidi and Naim Khan were just like, oh, I wish that this were the front. And and Naim is like, you know, you know, I always think about when you're sitting at a grand dinner party and you're thinking, I'm looking at your front. You know, do you, do right. you see what I'm saying? I, I see the front of your I'm seeing the front of whatever you're wearing, not the yeah. back. And I'm like, duh. I, but anyway, I just thought it was such a yeah. simple example but, you know, I think good for a lot of people to hear because for some reason on Runway, a lot of them put the best work on the back, which is always interesting. Well, I think that Gretchen was going to stone it all over, but just didn't have time once we got into like the second day. Yeah. You know what? OK, yeah, that's a good point to bring in. Um, yeah. They and that's another thing about the critiques of people where I'm like, did you really want an advertorial look? Because you yeah. could have gotten some more if you yeah. gave them truly a two day challenge. Um, so yeah, but, um, anything else about Gretchen? I, I hate that stupid, um, uh, princess bride chain she put on the model's head. Oh yeah. I didn't understand that at all. It just seems very unnecessary. No, it's all, um, it's, it's pretty Renfair. (laughs) And this is, and it's like, this is the. It, yeah, it's it's like when Gretchen thinks of glamour, she thinks of like Galadriel. You know, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's just a mythical woodland creature. <laughs> and elf. and it's like, it would be one thing if if she was really going to be like, I'm a hippie. I don't care. Like I don't, I don't care about any of this other stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm like a hippie, and I want to dress like an insane hippie. Yes. But it's like the weird way that 
she manages to like take hippie dressing and 60s dressing tropes and turns them so intensely conservative i know as if not saying that all hippies would do this or wouldn't do this but like would you sleep in rollers if you're a hippie you wake up the yeah. next day and you uncurl your hair yeah yeah exactly and then you put on your like your your chain piece uh, it's just it was yeah yeah it's very strange all right next day talk with ari who's who used metallic Mm -hmm. and was going for a strong yet feminine (laughs) silhouette Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and let's see here uh yeah i feel like everyone loved it except for heidi yeah i was like i don't i i think your craftsmanship is great great job but i don't like it i didn't like your ready i liked your ready to wear look but i didn't like your couture it's it's too covered up for heidi oh good point yes oh my gosh yeah yeah, you're right. Very, very right. I, cause I, I Nina loved those boot pants that she made. All yeah. Michael Kors and Nina Garcia was like, "How'd you do that? Oh my god, this is like what? This is our favorite things are these boot pants." And she did such a good job with those. And Nina was just like falling out of her chair over that. And then Heidi was like, mm, "I would like to see some legs, not some mini boots." Or yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. <laughs> And then they move on to Mondo, who did bright, and no mm-hmm. one surprised at all. Um, mm-hmm. And this is Naeem Khan's first time seeing Mondo, and I feel like all the other judges were just like, well, this is what Mondo does. And mm-hmm. this is why we love Mondo so much. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, yeah, because Naeem Khan was like, well, yeah, I love, also loves loves the, the, all the stripe motifs, and everyone loves the hat that he made. Everybody loves the hat. Loves that hat. Yeah. Um, and they they do call out the fabric for being inexpensive, which I thought was. That's yes, that's Nina's thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, anything else before we go to the low scoring? Designers? No, I think that they include that thing from Nina because they want to feel like there are some stakes. Okay. Because even Michael Kors started out with something that sounded like it could have been an insult, but it actually was well, the whole thing about how the back of the dress looks like a horse ribbon exploded (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but it was a compliment but good (laughs) yes (laughs) okay that makes sense like we'll put a little bit of edge on it with nina all right um ivy i don't know what else we can say or i'll just say the overall thing that i noticed that michael kors pointed out was that almost everyone looked like they were making um, he a uses pageant the B- type brown gown, or or he uses the BM word, uh, which is bridesmaid. Yeah, bridesmaid. Which made me note down like, has there ever been a bridesmaids challenge? Like, I know that they had to do the like remake the what was it like remake yeah, the your terrible the wedding dress, dress or yeah, is. Was that a bridesmaid's dress or yeah. was it a... Yeah, okay. they had to redo the bridesmaid's dresses. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I didn't think these looked like bridesmaids. I thought they looked more pageant. Especially... Well, that's what we we get into. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, I, and I think with the camera cuts here, because uh, they, they're talking about Ivy's dress. And yeah. when they talk about the neckline being so strange... That's when they zoom in on the neckline and you can tell that it's not finished. The strips yeah. are uneven and one is sticking up to the top 
and um and they're just like we we can see that you tried really hard but it's and yeah Naeem Khan just puts up his hand and goes not a good dress it's yeah. kind of like waves it away um uh let's see any and yeah uh, and then we we go yeah we get on to Valerie to Valerie with the Aubrey Sorry. Hepburn motif thing. Yes. Again. Yeah, yeah. It's like stop it. And yeah. Um and Nina goes <laughs> for the jugular. Wow. I mean, she looks like Miss Guatemala. And then Valerie goes, Oh, that's where my actually that's where my family's actually from. She's like, that, that's no, where my family's from. No offense to you. And <laughs> yeah. I was like, is there yeah. like a Colombia versus Guatemala thing going on? <laughs> I was like, I was like, man, that is I mean they're having to walk that back. And I and I'm like, you need to say more okay, I will say like today, Nina would have to say more than no offense to you. Because what yeah. are you saying, Nina? Um because you know, like, Nina's... oh, that would be cut. Oh, that would be oh, totally yeah. cut. Totally cut. Because the way she said it, it clearly was like, "Ugh, Guatemala," she, or it could have been yeah. like, "Ugh, El Salvador." And I'm like, I know what right. you mean by that, right. Nina. I know what right. you mean exactly. by that because you would never say Miss Venezuela. Yeah. Because you know, it's you go to Central yeah. America and you're you know throwing shade up there. Anyway, yeah, that was bad. Ugh. Um, anything else to say about Valerie? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like they're talking about it. They're n- nobody can get like what this sparkly, weird thing is that's off of her shoulder. Yeah. They're all sort of like, yeah, no, they're all it's, like it's, laughing at it's her. Not good. It's really, yeah, really they're, bad. Yeah, because Michael yeah. Kors goes like, oh, you know, the, it's so wacky that hoop, the diamante hoop, that the only possible accessory she could use with this is a wand. It's literally, I love you. I love you. I love you. And I remember thinking of that as being so funny, but Mm -hmm. now looking at it now, I'm just like, Oh shoot. Like this is just, you guys are just finishing. This is like in mortal Kombat. This is like finish. Yeah. You finished Valerie. She's, she's fatality. Fatality. Oh God. (laughs) What, what, What did it say when it's a perfect score? Flawless victory. Note it. <laughs> that's what this was. Flawless victory. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll call the episode because I am having a hard time titling this episode. Something Mortal Kombat related. I think that's what I'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'll have like at the very beginning, instead of an intro from the show, I'll just have you saying flawless victory. <laughs> Uh, all right um i think that's next we have michael no i i think this episode should be called let audrey hepburn rest oh i'm writing that down now let audrey hepburn rest please let her rest in peace Okay, yeah, I wrote that down. Okay. Um, all right, so ready to move on to Michael? Yeah. Okay, who also did Metallic. Yes. Um, you wouldn't know, really, from the fabric. But yeah. he got the They're shiny just... thing, whatever. Yeah. 
they're basically like, you know, you screwed up. You know, you did wrong. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, mm, yeah, <laughs> I did. Mm, yeah, yeah. He's not, I mean, like, there are, you know, there's the folks who, like, fight back on the runway or, like, are really delusional or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's not that. He's not saying, like, oh, well, n- n- no, this is my vision. Mm-hmm. Right? He's just, like, kind of taking it. Yeah. I don't know. He just, yeah, he just seemed really almost, yeah, kind of like the, the one of the things I, I kind of find a little... Um, maybe annoying about it's Valerie has it going on too, and so does Michael Kors. Sort of like this diminutive, kind of babyish side to how they um mm. present themselves. Where it's like, oh, am I in trouble now? Or I'm I'm doing this so I don't get in trouble. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, it just doesn't seem like there is a lot of conviction there. But I love how Michael Kors goes. You're the only one up here. Who's made clothes that are sewn well, structured well, tailored well? Because I'm just like, are you like, mm-hmm. are you trying to fit? Like, are, is this for Ivy now? Like, it just seems right. Like, it's not really. Well, this is, it, yeah, and it, yeah. and I guess when, with that, you could say that like Michael's affect afterwards is like, okay, well, I know I'm not going home. Yes. Yeah. Like, if that's what's being said to me out of the three of us. Yes then odds are I'm not going home. Oh yeah. 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 It, yeah, it does. It, in that sense, it does look like he's, he's in the principal's office and, um, right. Yeah. They're just kind of giving him his walking orders, but he's not going to get right. suspended. So. Right. It's yeah. It's like, okay. I know that. Uh, I know that all three of you didn't pull the fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> But it's just as bad to be egging somebody else on to do it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Great analogy. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, like, there's that conversation has not happened in a principal's office in like, you know, (laughs) 60 years, probably. It just shows how, you know. Oh man, yeah. That my that that my understanding of school life has has much more to do with <laughs> like. I'm pretty you know, sure well, episodes no, maybe of they're... Leave It to Beaver than anything else. Aw, so wholesome. Yeah, so, exactly. So such adorable things to get suspended over, or not, or not get suspended over. Like, <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, I feel like. God, they're really so mad at him about this train when they <laughs> when they told them all to turn around and are just like, "Hello, look at that!" Yeah, she's got yeah. all the curtains from. And I just wrote my, I was like, they called the. It's making references to Gone with the Wind, and I was like, in my notes, I took out the name for the plantation. I put in slave plantation. She's got all the curtains from that slave plantation that they made that movie <laughs> yeah. about, and then they wrapped it into her dress. <laughs> her dress. I mean. <laughs> That's also another analogy that can can really take a long nap. Let it rest. Like I'm so sick and tired of that. Let it rest, guys. Yeah. Let it rest. Let it rest. Let it rest. All right. So. <laughs> All right. So. So yeah. So they go back and they do more deliberations and um. 
Let's see. Yeah. I didn't really write anything down. Yeah, there wasn't part. anything special from this, I don't think. Yeah, nothing really quirky or um, dramatic happened backstage. Mm -hmm. But until so um, we they bring them all back out. Bring them all back out. And uh, yeah, um, Nayland, who, who wins this episode? Um, there's, uh, Heidi just like does not mince words. Mm -hmm. She, uh, just says straight out first thing that Mondo won. Yes. Mondo wins. And, and Mondo wins. Mondo gets, Mondo gets flawless victory. Mm -hmm. And, um, and they, and and gets the twenty grand and is really like blown away. So like you, like, like yeah, it's heart rending. Yeah, I mean it's 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 like touching and sort of wonderful. Yeah, and and also, but Mondo is clearly like like does not know whether to like you know jump for joy or freak out and run around or do what but comes backstage where um um where Christopher and April are and they they literally are like are you okay sit down <laughs> like we're so happy for you are you alright like he's so he seems so transported in the moment that they're a little bit worried for him yeah i love that because it's, I, you know, for some reason, I don't know why, but in my memory, Gretchen won this one. Oh, wow. I don't, I don't know why I remembered it incorrectly, but I remember thinking like, you know, ah, nuts. But when I, you know, Mondo wins and it's just, you know, it's just so, it's, cl it's clearly just, it means so much. Yeah. And it's a very, uh, it just kind of shows, it's an exhausting challenge. Like he, he yeah. won this crazily twisted challenge and um yeah no it's it's a surprise yeah. that's really actually worth something before fashion week yeah so. and 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 god bless april she asks him if he if he's going to buy her a pony got you know april is working that <laughs> pony and it's the it's the last chance i mean we could have had an after show dedicated to all of the clips <laughs> that they cut out of april talking about how much she loves miniature ponies. I would watch that. <laughs> I would April, watch that. The original Brony is I there. It. I love it. It's so funny. Um, so then uh, Ari, and, um, Ari and Gretchen are both safe. Right, right. Gretchen gives that lovely um, tight-lipped nod and smile mm -hmm. that she uses when she feels thwarted. Yes. Um, and, uh, and then, um, Michael C is declared safe mm -hmm. and kind of skips off stage. Yes. And then it's down <laughs> to Valerie and Ivy and what happens? Oh, yeah. So, um, Heidi says Alfita Sane to... Ivy mm -hmm. and Valerie's mouth 
drops open. She's in shock. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had this feeling that in like in the back room when they were talking briefly between the judging, like she looked resigned. She looks exhausted. She was like, done. So Ivy says goodbye. And then Valerie is like, you know, great to meet you. But she goes backstage and she's like, "Uh uh-uh. Like, I feel like Ivy has more fight than I do. And this, she does this thing that happened this, this current season of Top Chef. Naylon, do you watch Top Chef? Have we talked about this? We've talked about this. I I haven't watched it for a long time. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I probably ask you this all the time, hoping that you'll say yes one day. But this season, there was this moment between two endearing contestants where one person wanted to sacrifice their their spot for the other person and the other person had to beg them to not do it. They're like, I don't want to go. I'm going out. I don't want to go out like this. So I'm going with you taking my spot of elimination. Like, I don't want you to eliminate yourself for me. Mm-hmm. I'll do it. And so in this moment between Ivy and Valerie didn't get that far, but I felt really badly for Valerie where she almost, I think was robbed of feeling relief of being eliminated. And I mm-hmm. was eliminated because she's in my opinion, a little delusional <laughs> about how well she yes. could do on this show. I, I think it's kind of, it's kind of, it was, Ivy was ready. To, it was Ivy's time to go. It definitely was Ivy's mm-hmm. time to go. But Ivy thought, like, if you give Ivy another chance, she's like, okay, great, I'll take it. Yeah, no, like, I'll do yeah. it. Like, one more. And then Valerie's like, I don't know. Because they really, 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 like, cut her down on that runway mm-hmm. during judging. So I felt really bad for her. So Yeah. No, I felt like there was a, I felt like there was really a thing where, um, where, Ivy would have, you know, was it was at least thinking, yeah, you should be going home, mm-hmm. Valerie. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, with your breakdown and uh, the time I had to take out of ma- working on my dress to coddle you with your insecurities and whatever. Exactly. Yeah, there's a li- that yeah, there is a, there's like some bitterness in there. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. That's but it's that that's that. I my final thought is that I'm just worried about Valerie. <laughs> I don't remember the next episode, but I'm just worried because everyone's tired and she seems the most tired. Yeah. So it does it does seem a little bit much yeah um any any other final thoughts on this no i mean it's again it's kind of a solid episode okay yeah. seems good yeah. um but uh and and nothing really egregious um i it, it does feel a little bit like yeah, it's probably Christopher's time to go. Yeah. Like, enough already? Yeah. I I kind of, you know, I thought he was gone before now. <laughs> <laughs> I remember everyone who was eliminated before him, apparently. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, man, who is this person? I just tend to forget him. Just blends into the background and it's not you know yeah christopher is a perfectly nice person um making very making clothes 
and there's always there's always a percentage of folks like that yeah. in in each season perfectly nice they hang around for a long time but but they don't it, you know it and and this is the reality um show part of it right it's like yeah. if you don't if you don't have clearly established stakes by now you're probably not going to go that much further exactly yeah yeah totally well all right well that's the all right end of episode nine of season eight of this vintage journey <laughs> well ernez where can people find you yes you can find me online on my website ernezdavis.com um sometimes on instagram and and on facebook sometimes and uh uh gosh i don't think i have anything to share yet Things are in the pipeline, so I'll share that when it comes up. Nayland, where can our lovely listeners find you? And do you have anything to share? Um, nothing special to share, but you can find me at um, on Twitter at uh, Nayland Blake and also um, on uh, online at my website, NaylandBlake.net. Yay! Um, and yeah, no, lovely listeners, again, stay in touch. Let us know yep. what you think. Love to know I your... Definitely. What were we going to say, Nalen? No, I'm, no, I was just going to say, like, you know, keep, yeah. keep cool in the midst of this New York <laughs> oh and God. worldwide sweltering. I know. And I think we do, we might have some listeners, um, uh, uh, on the other side of the hemisphere, um, mm. who might be going through some lockdowns right now. So hopefully you guys are okay and, and mm. staying safe and taking care. And um, yeah. And if anyone's dealing with these, this, this like record breaking heat, like hopefully you guys can take care of too as much as possible. Yeah. And if you have any insight on the, uh, the Guatemala V oh, Colombia fashion beef, yes. please let us know. Please. What's the history? What is the history yeah. there? I mean, I know that I, 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 you know, I, I, I do know some real fashion icons from Colombia, so I, I, it is, it is a powerful game, but yeah, my God, you know, man, Guatemala, don't take it lying down. I know Guatemala. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, well, um, Nealon, so fun. Um, cool. <laughs> as always. Same here. And uh, take care. Yeah. So, listeners, um, until next time, we will both say goodbye. Bye. Bye. Flawless victory.